0: like none of this is gonna go in. (laughs)
1: I'm good. You just—you really punched that K. Your mic, your mic technique, your enunciation has really come a long way since the first episode. Uh,
2: the first episode, 42 years ago. 42 years ago. You're, you're 68 years old. That's the, that's the word on the street. Uh, my name is Danny. I'm Joseph. And this is Access on Purpose, a weekly radio show where we cover all the ins and outs of the DIY scene of Seattle, the Pacific Northwest uh-huh. and beyond. Yep.
1: Every single song. Every single uh, piece of art. Everything. Everything. It's a lot come. of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot. We've taken on a little too much.
2: And we only have uh, a short amount of time to do it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, this is KAOP, uh, AM 1045. And Joseph, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well. I'm actually really tired right now. I just got here to the studio from work. But last night I saw Gang of Four with my friend, you uh, and And you, you may remember, introduced me to Gang of Four like six years ago. Uh, while we were playing dominoes in your apartment.
2: Oh, those were fun times. Yeah,
1: and it's like a who won that game? Uh, probably you, because i had never played dominoes before. <laughs> um, um, you know, and well, it had what? to do with like adding. I'm pretty sure you had to like po- count up my points for me because I like can't do stuff like
2: that. Uh, should we start doing a special podcast that's just us playing dominoes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and me being like, I don't. What I don't, did I win? <laughs> we have to explain like, every, every yeah, single yeah. one that we put down. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'm in. So um, how was the show? Uh, It was one
2: of those guys, like 77, 78, 79? So
1: it turns out, um, it was only, my my friend invited me so I just like bought a ticket last minute and went with him. turns out it's Weird, I think
2: you told me like a week ago you are going.
1: That's last minute for me. Oh, okay. Uh, There's just a, look, I plan things out, um, (laughs) fuck you, god damn it, uh, so it turns out that it's actually just the guitarist, the original guitarist from Gang of Four. Gang of One? But one. Boom. Um, and but the other people he has playing with them are really awesome. The were they really young or really old? Um, two of the guys were like they look like in their late thirties, early forties. The singer was like a young kid, but he did a really good job of not being like I'm getting a four. Like he was kind of just off in the background. Which is good because that's not the lyrics to any of their songs. That's true. Yeah. That one, but you know what I mean. He wasn't like. Oh God. Uh, he did a really good job of just like. Like I guess just being the singer versus trying to take over a band. And, and mostly it was the guitarist out in front like singing a lot of the songs and playing. they were really good. Did he have been, really he had, good.
2: Been, like overall shorts and like a beanie and like came on stage on a skateboard? No. He like a young kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hey. Hey. No.
1: Actually, he was just really lame. I remember thinking that when I walked past him. Like I was going to the bathroom, I was looking at his pants, I was like, he was, like wearing cargo pants or something. Anyway, too much room. Too much what room. What are you going to hold in there? <laughs> Uh, Joseph, that's not the only show you went to this week, is it? Uh, I went and saw Merso. Yes, I did not. um, But even though they were good, whatever, they were on the show. We like them. Uh, I saw Post Boredom, and they were awesome, which I think is Josua's brand. They're really, really good and I want to have them on and people should see them.
2: Uh, Josua, if you're listening, uh, please email us on purpose, podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh Joseph, now, um, I'm going to guess, at your apartment right now, Yeah, is there about a four foot high, five foot high stack of comic books that you've taken out of the library? So
1: normally there is, there always okay. is. However, not um, right now. Do you because, get fines on those or do you return them no, on time? No, I always return them on time. I read them and return them on time. It's an ever-moving... Pile. Yeah, uh, I'm very good about it. I actually have thirteen dollars and forty four cents in fines mm-hmm. right now. I know that because if you get over fifteen, that's when that's when they, they, yeah, that's when they yeah. you. Um, what was I going to say? No, I've been reading a different set of books that has me intrigued. So I, I stopped taking.
2: Joseph, do you know that uh, DC and Marvel are not the only people that uh, publish comic books? Is yeah. Oh, wow, that's
1: great. I all I know is uh, Superman, Batman. Superman, Batman. Um, well. S- Superman, Batman.
2: There are. Um, <laughs> Many, many, many other things published. Wow, and wow. we are lucky to have, uh, so this uh, next not this coming weekend, but next weekend is Short Run, which um, a year ago we interviewed the founders. Yeah, we did. And this year we have two of the, are, is it the Board of Directors or Board of Sponsors? What is it? Board of Directors.
3: Board of Directors.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. uh, would you two like to introduce yourself?
3: Sure, thanks. Um, I'm Robin Jordan. I make comics
0: and... Teach art and um, help with short run. <laughs> and I am Mita Mahato, and I also make comics and I teach art and English and I help out with short run too. Yeah.
4: Uh, Welcome to the show. Thanks
0: for coming
1: on.
0: This is
2: actually, uh, I had to cancel the last one because uh, I screwed up my schedule, so thank you for coming on. Uh, With short short notice to Short Run, I'm sure that there's a lot of things that you folks could be doing in preparation for it, Uh, so thanks for making some time. Now, uh, first off, uh, for our listeners uh, who don't know what Short Run is, um, can you just, one of you or both of you, give like a quick synopsis of what it is, because it's many, many things besides the event.
3: Um, Well, Short Run started as a one-day comics indie comics festival and festival for small small press publishing in general. So, like poetry chapbooks and things too. Um, But now it's it's grown into um, an arts nonprofit that has events and programming around you know throughout the year. So now it's a major festival um, of. Yeah, you know, people from around the world as well as the U.S. that travel here for it, and um, thousands of people
0: attend. And, um, yeah, there's tons of stuff going on. Yeah, and you mentioned the D.C. Marvel thing. <laughs> and, and I think that one of the things that Short Run um, has as a vision is, is kind of building this community um, of comics artists and, and other people who do small press Um and to have a place where we can showcase that work to the Seattle area.
1: Yeah, no, it's awesome. I went for the first time last year, and oh, yeah. it was right after we had uh, Kelly and Aaron on. Uh-huh. Um, and it was it was awesome. I was impressed and spent way too much money. <laughs> yeah. um, is it in the same place yeah. in the Seattle Center? Is that um that's where it was last year, right? Yes, yeah. at
0: Fisher mm-hmm. Fisher Pavilion yeah. from eleven to five on uh, November fifth.
1: I'm really bummed I'm gonna be out of town. And I am a little upset. It's a little awkward. It's a little awkward, <laughs> yeah. So no I'm glad I get this at least I get this. Hey. Hey, at least I get this. Where are you going out of town? I'm going to uh, Mexico. Oh. Yeah, maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> Got you good.
2: <laughs> Back to our guests. <laughs> what are some of the things that are happening? On uh, on Saturday. Or do you want to talk about some of the things that are coming up? What's happening tonight, Thursday, October 27th?
3: (laughs) Tonight, um, I'll be doing a live reading um, along with um, three other comic artists hosted by Kelly Froh, director of Short Run. And um, we're going to be doing some live readings of comics as part of Lit Crawl. So it's going to be a, a pack of people that travel from event to event like a pub crawl, but mm. sober. And <laughs> or not. With some <laughs> sad <laughs> stories, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or not. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. Owen Kurtzinger, Amy Camper, and Lauren Ar- Armstrong are reading, too.
2: Mm, cool. It's at Ada's Technical Books mm-hmm. on fifteenth.
0: Yep. Free. Uh yeah.
2: Last year, so last year you spoke at it, correct? I yes. I did,
0: I did. And what's really cool is that is that Lit Crawl now um, Kelly Froh gave a reading for Lit Crawl two years ago mm-hmm. and um, and as as kind of a comics panel and, and for the last two years, uh, she's been asked to curate um, a night or a, a, a panel. For just comics artists, so it's really cool that that comics has a place in the lit crawl community, um, and that short run is kind of recognized as as you know as tapping into the literary art scene here too. <laughs> it's, oh, go
2: ahead. Uh Is you, is there still like any like leftover snobbery about you know? Uh, things that have both pictures and words not being... Has
1: anyone turned their nose up at
3: you? <laughs> um, Well, I haven't experienced that exactly, but um, you know, I think it's it's... There's lots of room to grow the role of comics in the literary scene because as a lot of people have pointed out, it's a medium, not a genre. And so one... 40-minute event (laughs) is, you know, is really not a, I think Kelly has the challenge of like, do you make it kind of a survey or do you make it have a focus as far as genres within comics? And she's kind of gone more of the survey approach um, this time, but um, I think, you know, we could, it's a we, lot of weight to put on that 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is, yeah. Of of drunk literary yeah. snobs. Yeah. <laughs> and I think
0: I think, I mean, we still we joke about the headline that we always see comics aren't just for kids anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? I think
2: and, that was printed before I was even born. Right. I mean like <laughs> right, it's, right. it's just such a cliche and it's just yeah. stupid.
0: And and then also you know occasionally um, depending on who you're talking to you'll have to explain no not comedians no. Um, <laughs> you know yeah. and yeah. and so so there's still there's still work to be done as Robin was saying. How
2: do you feel about uh, the term cartoonists? Because um, I've seen that used sometimes, and
1: it's weird because that sounds it doesn't feel like it's as interchangeable. I know. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. I know, I know. It's, it's yeah. weird because... But I, I guess I've never really thought about it, but... Because, yeah,
2: he's saying, like, I do comics. And it's not even because yeah. you're a comics writer, but you also draw. And so there's not, like, one perfect word? Right, right, For yeah. someone who makes comics? Yeah. Let's make Avery. one up now. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> uh, that's...
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... I hope that
3: I'm a, yeah. I hope
2: that <laughs> get, uh, the tape didn't get all scratched up and messed up. And that people can't do what we talked about because we solved that mystery. We solved that problem. And we, <laughs> <mystery>. <laughs> How did
1: we Don't wait, wait. To backtrack real quickly. I'm watching your straw. Okay. Hey,
0: cool. So, Robin, how'd you get involved in the
1: show? And why aren't you president?
3: it wasn't that kind of sticky situation. <laughs> sure. Um, I moved to Seattle and um. Yeah, five years ago, four years ago, and started to become friends with this, you know, incredible thriving scene of comics artists, cartoonists around here, and real quick. So, where
2: did you move from?
3: Oh, I moved here from Brooklyn.
2: Okay, and then did you have an idea about um, Seattle's comic scene when you before you moved, or did you just move here and kind of stumble upon it? Because Seattle is unique. It's pretty. It is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's
3: yeah. It, no, I was. Yeah. I had an inkling. I mean, I I knew of some indie comics artists that I was already reading their work that I knew lived here. And I knew Fantagraphics has been here a long time as a publisher. Um, But um, I I had no idea really of sort of like how huge um, of a scene it is really. But also, um, short run it doesn't wear it on its sleeve, but it's, um, organized and run by women. And that's incredible. And, um, I, I mean, there are, you know, lots of dudes that are involved in, you know, critical ways, but, we've got to pick up those bamboo fans for them <laughs> yep, to do list. um, <laughs> But that's um, pretty incredible. So, I mean, I think when it came time to form a board, when it became a nonprofit, there was a group of us that were already friends, um, sort of mainly like women who make comics in our 30s, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or above, you know, (laughs) that's kind of the the click. Um, And it's not a click in a sense that I think it's exclusive. That's counter to the point of Short Run. Um, But just, it, it is a group of friends.
0: And I think you know, um, in answer to your question, what what the board does, um, <laughs> I think that the biggest thing that the board is responsible for, because it's a nonprofit, um, and because now we have year-round programming, is is funding related, you know. And so we kind of help Kelly and Aaron um, spread the word about short run, um, try to try to help them kind of, you know. Um, Make links with people in the community and try to find out people who, who can be either donors or funders um, in, some, in some way.
2: Yeah, because one of the things about um, things uh, like Short Run, at least Short Run the event, is that there's this weird back and forth where you need a lot of good like people tabling. For it to be worthwhile for like the money spenders, right? But you need the money spenders to make it worthwhile for people who have good stuff, and so it's this weird, like it's this weird, like what do you get? It's a fragile ecosystem. It it, it is because if you have like. If you have uh, a bunch of amazing yeah. people with amazing stuff come and then no one comes to buy anything, they're mm-hmm. like, well, fuck it, next year I'm not going to do this because it wasn't yeah. worth my time. Yeah. But if you can somehow get a bunch of people to come and it's just, you know, not that great of stuff, then those people are like, oh, I'm not going to come next year. So yeah. it's this weird yeah. thing where both yeah. sides have to be really good to make it worthwhile for everybody. Yeah. And so And I think true, Short run, yeah. fucking hits it out of the park. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, uh, because there's he's not- a huge baseball fan. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, you're from Cleveland. <laughs> You know what? I am I might edit this and just put this at the end of the episode, but I'm pissed about something. I'm sorry that you have to hear yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, go. I'm pissed about something because right now Cleveland is in the World Series right. and a lot of people... Baseball World Series. Not the World Series of comics. Nope. Uh, and uh, first off, they're still called the Indians and I still have to say that. So yeah. that's right, right. New, that's number one. But uh, beyond that, a lot of people keep uh, bringing up the movie Major League and talking about this is like Major League, except they obviously fucking don't know what the movie is because in the movie they didn't win the World Series; they won the division. Mm-hmm. And if you see Watch Major League Two, which I have, they go. It's told that they went on and were humiliated by a team from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the people are talking about. They have not seen this movie, and they don't know what they're talking about. Also, everyone who wanted Charlie Sheen to come and throw the first pitch, Charlie Sheen is like abuses his girlfriends, is a fucking crazy drug addict thinks 9-11 was an inside job, is anti-vaccine. I don't think we should be making people like that the center of international events.
1: So, um, back to the comics. (laughs) Yeah. It's just been bugging me. No, I know, I, I could tell. It's been tense, but now I feel like
3: the... It's a little uncomfortable to announce it. Charlie Sheen is the special guest. At- sure. <laughs> sure. He's going to run the first pitch. Yeah.
1: That's short run. We don't know what that means, but uh, he's coming. He's going to be throwing throws balls throws paper into in the air.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so
2: involved. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so uh, one thing I kind of want to talk about is your individual works because uh, the things that you two do are very different. Um, Uh-oh. Is who would like to go first? Mita. Mita. All okay. right, it's me. It's, me. Uh, so, it's me. Um, so one thing is uh, some of the stuff that I've seen by you incorporates a lot of, I don't know if I'd say found stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not yeah. just you drawing. It's like the backgrounds are maps, uh, you find things on the ground. Could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, and I re- sure. I, and I realized uh, having a podcast about comics is like having a TV show about perfume. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's a little difficult uh, for our listeners to imagine this, but... Uh, We're holding the pages right up to the mic. No. So, <laughs> just don't don't just turn up the volume. Don't let there be any feedback. Yeah,
0: yeah so um, I do a lot of stuff with cut paper, um, and this has to do with kind of my, my origin story of, of making comics. Um, and uh, it happened at a time when so my, this is going to get kind of personal and hopefully not sad, but or maybe it will. Who knows? Um, we, but, we have
2: records of violin music to play at appropriate times. <laughs> yes, yeah. please, yes, please, please. So Just go right into it.
0: Everybody's crying, by the way. Um, so, so yeah, so my mom died. And um, I needed a way to kind of express um, or get out of my head all of the, the thoughts that I was going through. And, um, and comics became a way to do that. It was, there was a way in which putting things together in boxes made sense of the stuff that was going on in my head. Um, and in terms of the grieving, what, what really spoke to me was being able to take um, the newspaper that was right in front of me. Um, at the time, I was still getting the New York Times delivered to my place. Um, and, um, and yeah, and, and being able to, to cut it up and make shapes out of it that, that kind of echoed the original paper, but was doing something totally different. Um, and, and yeah, so a lot of my work based on that origin experience deals with issues related to transformation. Um, and so I like taking up old, like found objects, like maps. And um, I have a new book coming out called Patterns um, that I use for the backgrounds of that, um, old uh, sewing patterns. Um, and I cut those up and, and have cut paper shapes that make dresses and weird collaged beings um, that are interacting with each other in that. So that's, that's a new book that I have for short run. Um, but, uh, but I also do like um, plain old drawing, um, too. Plain I mean, old plain old, drawing. plain old just a classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not something that I'm as comfortable with but I really like exploring it. And um, the other book that I'll have at Short Run is a collaboration um, between me, Kelly Froh, and Emily Bess. And all three of us turned 42 this year. And we've been having these conversations about how there aren't stories out there for women in midlife or not the kind of stories that we um, identified with. And um, and so we wanted to kind of tell a bunch of stories that reflect back on what brought us to where we are now. Um, we don't like to see it as, as midlife crisis, but just kind of midlife reflection kind of stuff. Um, Sounds almost healthy. Yeah, a it's little bit, inspiring. a little bit, yeah. So it's, it's, there's, it's also <laughs> And I'm mad about it. <laughs> I, I, I like so, what you said. I don't know <laughs> if
1: I like the tone.
2: <laughs> Thanks.
0: So it's a lot about us buying Ferraris and... <laughs> Cheating on our wives. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's some eating. There's some rain. There's some love. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that no, there's none of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we had a, a really good time fitting it together, and and um, yeah, it's 28 pages um, of lots of jokes and lots of serious. I don't know, really exposing stuff. So um, so yeah. Uh, with working
2: with found stuff, does it ever get frustrating because you had something and then like you accidentally destroyed it or cut it and you're like, oh my god, I can't! This was perfect and now I just I cut it too close to that piece and like, do you ever like have frustrating moments like that?
0: Um, I get I get so into my work that I don't know. Even those, it's it. Working with cut paper, you have to you have to accept that that stuff's going to happen. You know. Um, that, that you'll make a cut that you didn't mean to make um, or a shape won't fit right. And, and I think um, a lot of it is improvisational. And you just kind of have to go with it. So it's actually, it's a really playful thing for me. I don't take it too seriously when I'm working on it. I let it, you know, um, surprise me. So, so yeah, sorry to disappoint you, but yeah. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't. He wants
0: you to fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just... It'd be frustrating.
2: Because I do some like collage stuff, and I yeah. especially like you know Xerox machines right. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to Mexico? <laughs> I'm going next week. Kind of nutsy. That's why off, you're missing so. short run. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico.
0: Um,
2: oh, but just yeah, like just sometimes you know it's just it just doesn't work. It, yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, but but then sometimes like things just accidentally happen. You know, like, right. holy shit that. It's almost too perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Has there ever been uh, any like material that you almost got and then you didn't and you've regretted it? Like any paper or anything like you saw at a store or like saw on the ground or mm. anything? Was there one that you're like, oh, I
0: might go back? The, the, the sheet that got away. The sheet that got away. <laughs> a, a menu. <laughs> like some sort of menu from,
1: from a restaurant.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's tons of st- I'm trying to think of something specific. Of course, nothing's coming to mind right now. Old but- love letter. <laughs> I have I have a piece that's like a cut up love letter. Um, yeah, I think, you know, there, there have been... Nothing's coming to mind immediately. Again, sorry to disappoint you. Disappointing myself <laughs> with that one, too. I know there's stuff that I've seen that I, I wish I had picked up. You know. Well, when you
2: think of it, just email us at accentsonpurposepodcast.com. You know right uh, we'll, we'll edit it in. Yeah, we'll edit it in. <laughs> to the rebroadcast. Yeah. Um, Robin, uh, you kind of, I would say, do more kind of like traditionally comics. Like it's drawn stories. Um, but you do uh, use a lot of color, I think. Have you always used a lot of color? Or do you mostly...
3: No. Just- um, I think... I, well, I I worked just in black and white, really, for years. And then um, it started to become more of a thing of having, like, short comics essays online. Like, in different online magazines and, and media sources. And I had been doing it long enough that I felt like... And then there were some that, you know, I thought maybe I'd have a chance at these... So it was around that time that I started giving color a shot because I thought, well, if I don't have to print it and um, <laughs> pay for it, then um, maybe I'll explore color. So It was pretty pragmatic reason, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. I think it. You know, I also like went on a really long trip to the. Virgin Islands for a while and Ragger. was doing like <laughs> yeah. a lot of watercolor we like don't the first like time. Ragging. Yeah. Yeah. Well Wait, so was, was this... hold on tight.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, was that like a was
2: that part of the plan? Where's like you got some watercolors like okay, i am had to go on this trip and do this? Or were you there and like I in the gift a shop, um well
3: no, I mean I I I think I was like swimming too much to draw that seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had watercolors with me and I had like dabbled in it but honestly was like pretty frustrated by watercolors for a long time. And um I don't know on that trip it just felt more playful and um I, my skills got better and um so it was probably a year or two after that that I started like earnestly using watercolors in, with my comics and um, and that's taken a lot of fine tuning because it's really hard to scan a really sharp black line yeah. and to get the subtle. I was going to ask color, how reproducing
1: so. that, how reproducing that would go. It seems tough, but
3: reprint, like the actual printing's not that hard, but I do a lot in Photoshop that, okay. um, might not be immediately like seen or visible. It doesn't need to be, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're just reading it and looking yeah. at it, but, um, Yeah. Yeah,
1: makes sense.
2: Uh, since I asked uh, me about frustrations, I feel it's only totally fair to ask you. Uh, <laughs> do you ever have, uh, like, do you find it pretty easy or hard to, like, execute your ideas? Um, because I've known just with, like, I mean, I've never, I can't draw, but I've worked with people on, like, writing things. And sometimes you have this idea in your head, and then you just can't make it work. Like, it just doesn't make sense to another yeah. person. Yeah. Does that, do you, have you do you run into that? Or Definitely.
3: That um, I mean, but I think <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a teacher and I don't know, I like to have friendships. So I, I don't devote that, you know, I devote a lot of time in my life to comics, but not enough to really like be a perfectionist. Like I kind of have to, and I think we all do in a sense, you know, like, like kind of Like, oh, I, you know, even something I made yesterday, I'm probably like a second draft would not hurt, but fuck it. I'm just going (laughs) to print it and get it out there, you know? um So, you know, now I'm at a point where I've kind of been doing it long enough that I'm like really embarrassed about some of the stuff that I've had at like my table in recent times. So I'm going to weed out some of the older stuff or stuff that I feel a little less excited about and um, focus on the stuff that I feel like really good about
2: and your fans will put that old stuff on ebay and <laughs> <there's that>. laugh <laughs> at it what, yeah what, what's like what's the longest thing you made like, like is it mostly short stuff or have you done yeah like-
3: I really I um, probably I mean as far as like a single story probably well I don't know Eight
2: to twenty-four pages or so. Eight to
3: twenty-four—that's a huge range. I know. Well, there, there's like I have one mini comic that's like one panel per page. So in my mind, I don't count that. It's like cheating, kind of. You. Um. So that has more pages, but like, really, (laughs) does it?
2: And then one thing that you did that was pretty popular that I think our um, listeners might have seen is uh, you interviewed Taco Cat and then drew it? Um, child childbirth. Birth, childbirth. Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. So I've actually done um, a couple of band comic interviews now. Um, both of them with Janice Headley who... Um, you might recognize her. She's the voice of KEXP. And uh, a competitor. <laughs> you know I, I'm not bringing up all
2: the other things that are happening on November 5th that we can go to. But you know if you want to talk about competitors, it's you know.
3: Besides Mexico. Yeah, exactly. all right. A whole nation. <laughs> Is happening then. <laughs> well, Janice and I um, interviewed Childbirth first, and that was the idea of. Um, kelton sears at seattle weekly um he initiated it and you know pitched the idea to us really and um yeah so it it was fantastic it was just like a really funny conference call um (laughs) (laughs) where stacy peck was at the moment was like you know in a cabin with her girlfriend and like out of state somewhere and julia shapiro was like I don't know, walking amidst some trees on the peninsula or something. And I'm like laying on a hill in Cal Anderson park. And I, um, but we made up, um, these different scenes, like for yeah. the interview, like where it would look like the interview is happening. Yeah. Like, um, you know, there's like a panel where they're all sitting in a jacuzzi and one where they're guests on Oprah, and <laughs> one where they're all riding on the back of a horse. And, um, Janet is featured as a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, was that um, the first time that you had to draw people that had to look like or were supposed yeah. to look like people, or no? Or like <laughs> specific people? I, I, yeah, I don't know if that question's making sense.
3: Well, but. totally. Um, I think I had a different responsibility to that. I, I mean, I felt, I still feel kind of weird about that. Like, I Google imaged all of them, you know, to draw them, and. For some reason, I drew Stacy with glasses, but I think she doesn't wear glasses. <laughs> like well, I don't know, I, really I, know. Like once in a, like a once while, or something. But like once in a while, Once in a while, she wears. You know, like I've seen I don't know. It um, but there, I, I think yeah. I did feel a different responsibility to kind of like make a likeness of people that had to feel recognizable or authentic but you know I include like friends and family in my yeah. stories all the time and that um, sometimes is closer to the truth than yeah. other times. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Should we take a break? Let's take a break. I'm Based bushed. I am bushed. <laughs> you know you have to do a lot of work while we do the commercials. Bush. Oh I do? Okay. Yeah.
4: When it comes to great stakes I've just raised the stakes. The
2: Sharper Image is one of my favorite stores with fantastic products of all kinds. That's why I'm thrilled they agree with me. Trump Steaks are the
4: world's greatest steaks, and I mean that in every sense of the word. And the Sharper Image
2: is the only store where you can buy them. Trump Steaks are by far the best tasting, most flavorful beef you've ever had, truly in a league of their own. One bite and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And believe me, I understand steaks, it's my favorite food, and these are the best.
1: Oh, that break had me bushed.
2: I don't know why you keep saying this, and it's kind of weird. And I don't like it. And I'm is just going to throw it out there. the word Bush? And, and I, feel, <laughs> no, I feel, I feel, no, it's, it's not Bush. But actually, did, actually, no. actually, ever since I found out who Billy Bush was, was yeah. until two weeks ago, I didn't know he existed, the word Bush is kind of making me feel weirder. But I will say this, I will say this. Uh, one of my favorite artists of the 21st century, uh, a man named uh, George Bush. His portraits. His second, no, his second book of portraits. Oh, I haven't seen. So that. the first one, which I have, which is awesome, <laughs> is of other world leaders.
0: No way!
2: And it's awesome. His second book is uh, he did paintings of service members, um, wow. and so uh, I'm really excited. Well, well, well. I would um, I, what service members? People who've worked in the armed uh, armed services oh. uh, oh, soldier savings. how he picked them right. yeah. um, I think actually so I've read about it uh, <laughs> he was approached to do this uh, um, as you know for whatever reason but I think that um, there was like another group there was like a group of people who picked which service members oh, okay. were going to come in yeah. oh, he was commissioned
3: he, he, he was co- <laughs> hey Laura I got a commission oh look
2: no, it's not cats
3: Peyton the Boys. Yeah.
2: Peyton the Boys. We should invite Wait, him to shoot. Wait a minute now, too, Don't they? I get some Peyton. Yeah. Too, <laughs>
1: this is, like, not that great Bush impressions. I not I, know, I know. <laughs> Just like, that's not what he sounds like. Oh, yeah. They're like, that's not. He's not. It's
2: like,
3: partially on the Griffith. If, for, uh, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: look, oh, hey. hey. Uh, look, it's been uh, eight years of Obama. And so I'm um, <laughs> a little lot of practice with
1: my Bush impressions. What about folks? You got to understand. What about Bill Clinton? I'm Bill. Clinton. Okay, this is getting weird. <laughs>
2: but I will say this. So Joseph, do you listen to other podcasts besides our podcast? You
1: know that that's pretty much all I do is listen to podcasts.
2: Um... There is one called Five Thirty Eight. Do Did you to listen to that? No. Um, anyways, See, they just Nate did Silver. one about, yeah, Nate Silver. Uh, they did one about Ross Perot mm. and uh, whether or not uh, he was actually uh, a spoiler in the 1992 election. And that made don't, me... Hey, don't tell me the ending of that one. Uh, <laughs> that made me think about Dana Carvey's Ross Perot <laughs> impersonations. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was looking them up online and they're still funny.
3: You're not listening to one word I'm saying, are you? I you want a sound bite, is that what you want? You want a little, little sound bite, a little something to, to put in your press story there? Is that what you want, see? See, is that what you like, huh? Now, the deficit, see, the deficit is like a crazy aunt down in the basement, no one paying attention to her. And she is just getting unreal and stinkier, you catch me? I say take her out, slap her around, and hose her down. <laughs> they still made me laugh. Is, is but... Alec
0: Baldwin better than Dana Carvey in their respective <sighs> impersonations?
3: Um... <sighs>
2: I, so I think that when someone's making fun of uh, Trump, it's still, like, weirdly uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, where Ross Perot is just... he's so He's just so wacky and funny that it's like, yeah, you're just making fun of a lunatic businessman billionaire, and you're not making fun of, like someone who is out of his mind in a different way that uh, feel that is filled with hatred. Yeah. Ross Perot is not filled with hatred. I will say this. Apathy, yes. Hatred, no. Donald Trump is filled with hate. It's yeah. coming out of his ears. Yeah. yeah, And it's really weird that we just ran a commercial for a steak company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, okay, uh, getting back to um, the day short one. Let's let's say we have some listeners who are tuning in on AM 1045, Ooh, and they've <laughs> never been to Short Run. Tell them what to expect. Tell them how to have fun. Uh, tell them how not to be overwhelmed, which with basically uh, 500 people each having their own personal yard sale, looking at you with puppy dog eyes <laughs> saying, know, please come and validate neat. my art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And I take square.
3: It's hard on both sides of the table, but um, I mean, you're going to see a ton of stuff that's really... Aesthetically, like, really amazing and really exciting, but it is awkward to, like, yeah, to look at the person who made it across the table from you, and you can't buy everything. And sometimes I'll just, like, whew, there have been festivals I've gone to where I just kind of, like, aimlessly swoop to a table and then freak out and, like, skip a couple and then hit <laughs> another one and buy something I didn't mean to buy because. The conversation felt weird, and then so I recommend um, a line that my friend Anne Halliday recommended, which is which now I hear a lot of people say I don't think she made it up of just like I'm just checking out stuff this trip around the yeah. room, and then I'll come back, and that's totally respectful yeah. and cool to yeah. say and then you're not feeling like if you are thumbing through stuff that you have to buy it then well, um, it's also probably true. What's the what's it's the also attitude? probably true. What's the yeah.
1: etiquette about thumbing through stuff? Like if it's out there for sure I mean isn't that expected or
2: totally,
3: yes. Yeah. That uh, that yeah. people will like yeah oh yeah. yeah.
2: And I know you know I'll say this I'll say this a thumb through, but if it's especially if it's a short comic don't just read it in front of the person. Yeah. Well, down. yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's certainly true. don't like laugh your ass off, right. like you're slapping it your hand like and this then, is basically my TV. This
0: was really good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and yeah, and I think I think along along with with um, just kind of you know taking your time um, talking to the people behind the tables and and um that's a good way to slow down as well and oftentimes you know we'll ask each other how we're doing you know and and um you know you'll get the response this is so overwhelming um and but then also you'll get the responses where i'm expecting them to be overwhelmed and then they'll say things like oh you know i checked out um the exhibitors um, online before coming here and so they looked at the map, they looked at websites. Yeah, so they had are a like plan. Ultra prepared. Yeah. Like so I never that. I know, exactly. But if if there's Clip the time for that. With notes. Yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's useful to, to <laughs> brace yourself I guess and maybe have a plan if, if you have the time to do that kind of And
1: is there food and coffee there? Like there was oh. coffee there last year, right? There is um, an incredible kept a,
0: bake kept sale. They running out
1: of coffee. I don't say that. Um. <laughs> we'll
3: say
0: that. It's just <laughs> right. You just
2: run both machines at once.
3: We have our own machines now oh, okay. to make Yeah, the coffee, there was some so. issue with, I think, um, a blown fuse and uh, coffee makers that were we'll or something like that. But they're working on it, and it's going to be piping hot coffee all day.
1: Piping hot coffee all day. Yep. Popcorn. Wait, no. Bake sale. Really? Yeah. Right. Baked
3: goods from bakeries around the city that yeah. they donate um, as a fundraiser for. So
1: it's like if you if you're walking around you're a little overwhelmed take a breather exactly. grab some yeah. coffee and yeah. a brownie yeah, and exactly. get back in
3: there.
0: And there are also you know there's the, the different programming within um, the festival and so there's the the seat um, animation we'll have stuff showing um, so yeah there's 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 stuff to ways to take breathers. Uh, during the fest. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you know
3: that you want to take off a manageable chunk, just come at 5 p.m., stay till 6, and then come to the after party.
2: After party? Hello, what's the after party? There's a party after the fest. There's
0: a party after the fest. Um, hopefully there'll be some music (laughs) no it's Gang of Four (laughs) wow
3: hey god damn it you wasted all that money Uh,
0: so the after party we're returning to our old venue which is Washington Hall Um, and we have two incredible bands Du Normal and Nail Polish Um, and also DJs to fill in the blanks that's
2: the best description of a DJ I've ever heard. I think mean, it's really funny. It to, made me think to, of Mad Libs. Well, no, so it's I a fill in the blanks. That's such a that's, it's, it's just a more fun way of saying, you know, they'll be playing in between sets. No, music. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm still thinking of Mad Libs. I'm uh, now calling myself
1: DJ Fill in the Blanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: pretty good. Yeah.
1: New that's, name, right, right here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, DJ Fill in the Blanks, what's next?
2: Um... I do have some... So I was wondering if Robin would be willing to talk about The Hand.
3: Ooh. I'd love to talk about The Hand. Why don't you tell (laughs) our listeners about The Hand? I'm um, in a comics collective called The Hand, all caps. Um, Along with... Is it the in all caps too? It is. Okay, Yeah. Um, Along with E.T. Russian and Andy Panda and Sarah Rosenblatt and Rachelle Duasso. And we're um regularly drawing together it's mainly like a drawing group and um then sometimes we make stuff together so we just made our second comics collection together um print collection of short works by each of us and we just threw a big party reading performance event last weekend
2: so i saw uh, et's uh, russian's um uh, exhibit? Would you say exhibit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exhibit yeah. Um, at mm-hmm. the Jack Straw yes. Studios? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's called. I know Jack Straw's mm-hmm. the first part. Yeah. Uh, and it is amazing, yeah. listeners, uh, and Joseph. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> because um, so, and tell me when I get this wrong. <laughs> Et uh, drew a comic uh, about um, people in Seattle. Yeah, uh, not limited to Seattle. Oh, There's not limited to Seattle. Like, okay. One,
3: okay. Uh, one of the people feature persons featured is in Canada, one's okay. in California, but yeah.
2: Uh, and these were um, based on interviews done and this was part of this exhibit. They had a room where the, re- the interviews or uh, snippets of the interviews were being played and then the corresponding panels would be projected onto different walls, mm-hmm. but it kept changing Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really cool because yeah. one, you know, you, you'd come in, there's no, I don't know if there was like a technically a beginning or end, but it was seamless. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny because every time someone would come in and be like, oh, this wall's empty. I want to sit next to this right. wall. Exactly. And then quickly, uh, there'd be projection. They'd, oh, and then they moved in the <laughs> yeah, middle. And they yeah. realized my room was sitting in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it was great because it was you were hearing this little bit of dialogue, and you were kind of like reading it, and you saw the words that were included and the ones that weren't. And it was just it was a very uh, amazing um, way to take a comic and make an interactive experience. Um, and if that's still up, um, yeah. listeners should go to it.
0: And actually, um, the closing um, celebration for E.T.'s exhibit uh, is this Friday. Mm. And Short Run, that's part yeah. of Short Run's festivities. Oh. So... So if you can come on Friday to Jack Straw uh, at 7 p.m., you'll get to see um, that amazing exhibit. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's worth really it. It's really yeah. worth the trip. And yeah, because yeah.
2: it's, it's something that you can't ha- just have in a book. You have to see it live. Yeah. Uh, I would really recommend uh, doing that. And then later on in the day, uh, going to... Mexico.
1: Oh, sorry. I was thinking about my <laughs> <it>, trip. <laughs>
2: Wait, are you going to be in Mexico when the election happens?
1: Uh, I will. I'm coming back. The oh, day. so are you, are you waiting to see who wins and deciding if you want to stay there? Hey, man, I gotta get home before they put the wall up. Ooh, is that bad taste. I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't like. that, Did you mail in your ballot? Yeah, I already, I already voted. Uh, who did you vote for
2: for uh, attorney general?
1: I don't remember. <laughs> okay why do you want to have a talk about it? Uh, Bob Ferguson
2: uh, Bob Ferguson is a really great uh, amazing person I think that's who I voted for good okay um, oh I was gonna say afterwards Friday night um, we should talk about this before when we're talking about music stuff uh, Rachel Ratner of Wimps has been putting out a series of shows uh, called Punk the Vote yeah. to um, raise awareness about getting your ballots in there will be free stamps and uh, Friday night uh, is SSDD, Mommy Longlegs, who played the, the after party last year at Short Run, uh, as well as Butts and Whips. It's going to be a great show.
1: Is Are that? You... That's this Friday? Next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday. Next yeah. Friday, yeah. Um, um, so how do li- our listeners, how they, they can find you online? Um. Just
0: shortrun.org. Short, short
1: cool. Um,
0: and also the Facebook page for Short Run is really active. Cool. Um, lots of announcements. So we'll like, put up, we'll
1: link you.
2: <laughs> we know how to link things. Link up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robin, what's it like to live next to goats?
3: <laughs> um, noisy and adorable. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a lot of um runaway rabbits. Um, there's oh. a lot of rabbit drama. What are they running away from? Right now. Well, I you know, often it's amorous in nature. Oh. Um, Trying to get to someone else. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes we're not running away, we're running too. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> you should make a comic about this. It does the
1: tale about it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll see, we'll see how it pans out. It came out 42 years ago. <laughs> I want a 19 year old to write his memoirs. That would be great. <laughs>
2: Well, <laughs> right, so, so one thing that I wanted, I would love to do. It would cost a lot of money, but I think it would be great. And so you let you pay for the music, you license it all out, but you tell the story of Led Zeppelin. But only by interviewing thirteen to fifteen year olds and having them tell the story, and then like you know, you're linking in videos and like the, the music, but it's just these kids like It'd be saying kind how of
3: like, like drunk history. It, right? Exactly, yeah, <laughs> that's,
2: that's true. true.
1: Yeah, but it's just kids who like. And so then, no, then John Bonham, like who's like the best drummer ever. And it's just them telling the whole story. Oh, it's kids who are obsessed with Led Zeppelin. Like, yeah, true. so kids, yeah, because right right they'd have to yeah.
2: know yeah. something. They just got to know it. Mom, yeah. you don't
1: understand. <laughs> like, in, yeah. yeah. in yeah. the interview. all moms are doing the interview. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Wait, so he's a good drummer? My or they're just like.
1: the best drummer.
2: And the record didn't have their name on it, it didn't have the title. It. Some people called it Zoso, but some people called it Symbols. I called it Zeppelin 4. Yeah.
3: Sweetie, want some were... apple slices? <laughs> yeah, <yeah>, Calm down, <laughs> sweetie. You wish you were
0: interviewed as a thirteen-year-old. Oh my God! I had, to, okay. yeah, I, I had so much to say. I had so much to say. Yeah.
1: Are you guys dressing up for Halloween at all? Mm. What are you gonna be? If so,
0: a nasty woman.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> um, I
0: I think this year I'm I'm not going to. I have too much to do. Yeah, you're busy. Busy. Yeah. Busy. yeah.
3: Well. My plan was to be, I think her name's Dot, you know, like the gold Joan Rivers C3 yeah. beer from Spaceball. Oh, holy yes. shit, yeah. That's a great. Dot, dot
2: Matrix. Dot Matrix, matrix yeah. thank you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But the only thing I've gotten so far is just I found some gold gloves, but that's kind of, you know, 10% of it. So we'll see if I get it together.
0: We also had a plan for Robin to dress up as Weird Al. Oh, Um, yeah, I've read on that one. (laughs) But but it appears that that is not happening, much to my disappointment.
2: Weird Al with or without mustache.
3: It was, which song was it? Well, it was was with mustache because it was going to be Weird Al circa I Think I'm a Clone Now. Oh, yeah. Great song.
2: Uh, well thank you so much for coming thank you thank you (laughs) thank you thank you so much for having
0: us
2: and I'll (laughs) I'll see you at Short Run see
0: you at Short Run
2: (sighs) thanks listeners Uh, always remember keep one finger on the pause
1: button one foot in the grave thank you so much for listening you You know know. I I'm not going to say is isn't it strange